0: Gonna recognize, real gonna recognize, real gonna recognize, real. real. Only gonna
1: recognize still, still recognize with
2: Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get the shine. Let's so your
3: Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KIRP Radio Show. Happy 2012, baby. 2012. We're doing it again. We're doing it live, and it's that time of the year. You know, Um, 2011 was a crazy year, and that's definitely some things that we're going to talk about tonight. 2011 was an exciting year. So many things happened um, on so many different spectrums in, in sports and politics and, and everything, you know, in the community. There's a lot of things that happen. So, you know, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to chop it up a little bit, talk about a few of these topics. And we got some audio and a couple of other things for you guys to listen to. And, uh, you know, let us know what you did for the New Year's. You know, there's a lot of people who are out there in the New Year. They did a lot of things. And uh, now I want to hear about it. Maybe you guys can write me some letters or something like that. I don't know. But uh, exciting year 2011 was. And uh, I think we have Quite the exciting year in 2012. I think we have more things up, up and coming. And, uh, you know, who knows what the future holds, you know? Who knows what the future holds? All we can do is prepare. But anyway, definitely got to give a shout out to all you guys out there who support the show every Sunday, locally, abroad, all over the world. I appreciate you guys for holding this down. You are B-I-G in my book And I really appreciate the love that you guys show, man. You guys keep us being the number one black conservative radio show online, Southeastern United States. And that's what we're going to continue to do. We're trying to take over the world, Pinky. And we're going to do it. Pinky and the Brain, for you guys who don't know about that, taking over the world at night. But anyway, shout out to my man, Kevin Dames. You get to be Brain tonight. I'll be Pinky. But anyway, (laughs) um, moving right along. There's a lot of things that happened over the holidays. We didn't broadcast last week. And uh, last week, we came back with uh, a replay of a previous show that that was a, a huge hit. A lot of people like that show. So I got to give a shout-out to my man Rap Scow, uh, Lorraine Roten, and also uh, Kelvin Hill and uh, Minister Muhammad. Shout-out to Mr. Muhammad. So. You know, we played the replay of that show. And, you know, a lot of people had a lot of good things to talk about, um, about that show. We were we were discussing music and politics today. Is music relevant? How music plays a part in, in the community today? How music plays a part in the lives of people today? And it was a great show. So if you missed it, make sure you go online and uh, check out the archives of the show. You can log on at kirpradioshow.com. Check the archives and the show is definitely there. I want you guys to check that out, man. It's a beautiful thing. Also, we have plenty, plenty more shows to listen to on the KRP Radio Show Archive. You just got to go on there, scroll down, check the music play out, and uh, there's there's a whole, whole long plus. There's a year worth of uh, interviews and, and uh, discussions and arguments even. And, you know, it's just a whole lot of information on there to get. So get your pen and your pad ready and take down some notes, man, because the KRP Radio Show has been doing their thing all year long, baby. And that's what we do. We never stop. We keep it hot, keep it popping. And, you know, we go hard, man, because, you know, the people out there, we got to share some information. We definitely need to always get the information out to folks. People are always emailing and, you know, debating on the Facebooks with us and, and the Hip Hop Conservative blog, and uh, the Twitter and Twitter land, people are talking and it's crazy, man. You know, we, we're doing a lot of things and there's a lot of influence on things that just don't make sense right now. There's a lot of information that goes out that's just totally wrong. There's a lot of discussions and assumptions that are totally wrong uh, when it comes in terms with what really matters today. What, you know, inform- when information is put out there. Uh, It's to be determined by the smartest person in the room and the people that control the conversation controls the language they really control and they drive uh, What goes on and and you know the agendas behind this information that gets put out so you got to be careful Excuse me. You definitely got to be careful in in what you're reading. You got to be careful in what you see on the blogs and on the on the you know as we said before all the social media social media sites out there you definitely got to be careful about the things that you see and the, the videos that you play and all this information because a lot of it is just false you know truth be told a lot of the information is false and it, it's not. A lot of it is not well written, is not well thought out. It's just a quick assumption of what someone else was told. And then they put that information out there to the general public and people grab hold of it and they and they take it as truth, as truth and the light. And then they go their whole life and realize that, hey, I was wrong, you know, so, hey, that's what we're all about, man. That's what the KRP radio show is about. That's what we always strive to do. We always strive to drop knowledge on folks. And uh, that's what we're going to keep doing, man. Shout out to my people out there in Milwaukee. You guys are B I G in my book, man. Had to give give some love to uh, Lavelle College out there in Milwaukee. They sent me some love, showed me some love. Got to give a shout out to the Charlotte Bobcats, man, and Play60.com, as they're doing a beautiful thing out there with the kids. And uh, United Way, also, by the way. The uh, United Way, by the way. That sounds funny, right? Anyway, um, definitely got to give a shout out to those folks out there, man. And I got a whole list of advertisers. Whole list of people to show some love to, um, showing some love to my M A D group out of North Carolina, the C4GC. Shout out to those guys. Frederick Douglass Foundation, as always, because I'm definitely a proud, a proud part of that organization, and we're on the ground and we're running. My man Kev, Sonny, Star, you win there, baby. Kels, shout out to Kels, who's always holding us down. And uh, man, 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 more shouts out, man. We got we got a whole list, but we'll we'll get that, you know, as the show goes on. <clears throat> Um, this Just this month, though, just to let you guys know what's coming on this month, uh, we got an eventful month. As, as you know, we have, we're have we going to celebrate the, um, the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King uh, Jr. We're going to do that on the 15th. Um, on the 8th, we're going to talk about the black vote, and that's important to who. We're going to bring some people on to tell you guys the history of the black vote, where it's headed, um, why it's so singled out, why it's so important right now. Um, why the minority vote is so important and what's just the truth to this voter id bill because everybody knows that's my thing i i have a problem with the voter id bill i have a problem with straight ticket voting I, i just have a real problem with this stuff man there's a lot of people who don't know what's going on and and you know you got people praying on that man shout out to the naacp man i need you guys i need somebody from the naacp to come on the show and and Really explain to me this voter ID bill, because apparently what I've been reading and and what I know to be the truth about this voter ID bill is just totally opposite from what they've been talking about. or or from the things that they say, from the things that they say. So I I just, I need some enlightenment. Maybe, maybe somebody can call uh, Ben Jealous and have him come on the show because they won't respond to me. So maybe he can come on the show and break it down to me, how the voter ID bill is setting black folks back to before civil, the civil rights era. I want to know how providing an ID to vote is just a negative thing. I want to know how, how acquiring an ID is going to break the black community as if we don't have no common sense and we can't go acquire our own id or we can't we never worked a job where we had to provide an id or we never held a job where we had where where a driver's license was required i i you know what i guess Having to have a driver's license is also setting Black folks back because hey, if we can't get an ID to go vote, we damn sure can't go to get an ID to go work a damn job. So hey, Dr. Vangelis, NAACP, ALCP, I want you guys, to, ALCU, I want you guys to come through and somebody break it down to me how it's it, it's, it's 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 prejudice or or it's bigotry for black folks to have to have an ID to vote. I want to know what it is. I want to know what's down. And and you know what, man? I I can't even get on that. I I was talking about future shows. I want to save that. But everybody know that, man. That's my hot hot button. That's my quick button. Because I I don't, I'm not, I I hate when somebody who's supposed to represent a certain community or, or a certain people you know they're supposed to be the the well the the well spoken the representatives of of the people they're supposed to be the proper ones the ones that we can go to or the ones that anybody outside of the community or any community that they represent can come to and say you know what what does your community need and why aren't they getting these things and why aren't they getting these things proper or why isn't the schools right or why is crime up in your community? How are you guys how are you guys uh, uh, tackling these things and what, what are the people really saying? So I got a problem when there's people who are supposed to represent a, a, a certain people. There's representatives that are supposed to represent a certain people and they can't get it right. To me, in, in my opinion, they can't get it right. You know, because I haven't heard any black folks out here before they came along and started, uh, uh, indoctrinating people with this thought process. I haven't heard people say that, you know what, man, I got to get an ID to vote. And man, that, that that reminds me of the before before the civil rights era. Come on, son. Come on, son. It is what it is, though, man. I was talking about future shows and, and I got on this vote ID mess again, man. But you going to hear me talk about that a lot because you know it's it's just a hot button for me anyway you know tonight tonight we're going to talk about 2011 and uh what we saw throughout 2011 stories that shocked us throughout 2011 we're going to talk about those events we're going to play some audio and uh you know i'll be sharing some of the top 10 or or top 15 things that Happened during the year. I don't know. Maybe we'll do eight. Maybe we'll do five. I don't know how many we're gonna do, but anyway, I'm gonna share some of that information with you. And also, we're gonna talk about some things that you just didn't know happened in 2011. Some things that that the general pub or general pop just don't have an idea that happened in 2011. Some information, some information that I'm that I'm privy to that you guys may not have. I'm definitely gonna share that with you guys in about, I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes we're going to do that, you know? And uh, that's what it is, man. I have to go uh, to the restroom. And it's two minutes before the commercial break and we're going to go to a commercial break a little bit early because I have to go to the restroom. And uh, it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm a human being, just like you guys. But, you know, just bear with me, man. I got to go to commercial. I'll be right back in a sec. Get you guys to check these commercials out, and then we'll come right back, and we're going to get this party started. So bear with me. Buckle down. As a matter of fact, if you're on your Twitter... Hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you did. What was the biggest thing that you've done in 2011, or the most shocking story? Yeah, that's that's what we'll do. What was the most shocking story of 2011 to you? And I'm gonna read your comment off on the air because I want people to know about it. I, I think it's that important. You know what I mean? If it's that important, if it was that important to you, it's definitely, definitely, definitely. That important to me, so I want people to know about it. I want people to hear about it. I want people to know who you are. I just want to share it with the people, man. So that's what we're gonna do. Going to a commercial break. We'll be right back. Oh, if you're gonna hit me up on the Twitter, don't forget the address. To hit us up on Twitter, at symbol K I R P Radio Show. To hit me up personally on Twitter, at symbol N C Puzzy, That's me. You can DM me. You can make a general comment. It doesn't matter. If you're on Facebook facebook you can hit us up facebook.com slash k-i-r-p radio show or just enter k-i-r-p radio show in the search if you enter k-i-r-p radio you might get my personal page and i'm gonna tell you already you ain't gonna like a lot of what i gotta say but guess what that's too bad (laughs) anyway you can hit up the show k-i-r-p radio show that's on twitter that's on facebook you can also find some youtube clips on there um, YouTube.com, ba- YouTube.com, excuse me, backslash K-I-R-P Radio Show. We got some stuff on there also. And if you're bored and you want to do a little bit of reading, check out the blog. We got two of them. One overseas that's very popular. But check out the one on the East Coast, Hip Hop Conservative. That's wordpress.com, Hip Hop Conservative. Check that out. We'll be right back here in just a second, folks, and we're going to get this party started. Yeah what we do.
0: Really save you 15% or more on car insurance. Did the little piggy cry wee 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 all the way home? wait
3: Weee!
2: Yeah? You're home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Skyco, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Okay, so it's 3708, okay. uh, paper, plastic.
3: Plastic. That's the magic word. What? Green police. Ah. You picked the wrong day to mess with the ecosystem, plastic boy. Battery!
2: Battery. Battery. Let's go, take the house. Come on. Put the rind down. Sir. Sure. That's a compost infraction. Oh. did you install these bulbs? no.
3: Yeah. Tragedy strikes tonight where a man has just been arrested for possession of an incandescent light bulb. What do you guys think about plastic bottles now? The water yeah. setting is at 105. Yeah. You
1: got a TDI here? Clean diesel. You're good to go, sir. Good
3: afternoon, officers. Are those foam
2: cuffs you're drinking from? Yeah. Can please step out of the car and put them on the hood?
3: For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC. That's Allen's Trucking, LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen. Is Trucking LLC. Uh, okay, I'm not going to rap, but I don't, I don't even remember the lyrics to this song. But anyway, welcome back to the KIRP radio show, folks. Appreciate you guys rocking with me, man, on short, this uh this very beautiful Sunday evening. W- wasn't today gorgeous? I didn't spend a lot of time out today. Me and, me and the boys, we walked to the store. Uh, when I say the boys, you guys know who my crew is, the, my, my little ones. But me and the crew... Me and the boys, my daughter didn't go. She was chilling. She was on the phone, actually. But we walked to the store to our family dollar today. And uh, just to get a couple things, because, you know, there's one old man that I have in my house, um, Quincy, my, my my little son, Quincy. Um, I like what some folks refer to as my knee baby, but my middle boy. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Q. Happy birthday, Quincy. He's probably smiling right now. Like, yeah, I know. He's, I know I'm sure that mom's listening to the show. But anyway, um. So we let, we walked to the store, um, uh, which is, you know, it was, it was, it felt good outside. I figured why not, you know? So we walked up and, uh, I let him pick out his birthday gift and, um, you know, we got a couple of things, a couple snacks and whatnot. And, you know, we came back, but I just thought today was a gorgeous December, I'm sorry, January, not even December anymore. Gorgeous January day. We probably should have been on the grill somewhere, but, you know, I was preparing for the show a little more and. I'm a little bit lazy, I guess, so I should have been on the grill, but we wasn't on the grill, and besides, he didn't want grill food for his birthday, so we did something different. Um, Anyway, shout out to Q, man. Shout out to the fam. Happy birthday, Quincy. Happy um 18th birthday. You're, you're getting to be a big kid now. Okay, 8th birthday. My bad. i I take that back. He's probably like, I'm not 18. Anyway, um, beautiful January day. Talking about stories of 2011, folks, the stories of 2011 was like crazy. I mean, I I don't I don't remember the last time we've had this much national, this much world news in one particular year uh, in all my life. In, In the magnitude of some of these stories that we saw throughout the year, we had. I mean, we had so much going on—from the war to uh, bills that were passed, to debates with the Congress, to Bin Laden and the Iraq War—and you know, everything was crazy, man. A lot of things were going on, and you know, I don't know that I've ever seen this many things happen at once. I mean, every—it seemed like every time you turned around this year, there was something major happening in the news. There was something major happening in the world that normally just don't happen that often. You know what I mean? And uh, I'll say that 2011 right now is probably the most shocking year that I've ever seen um, in terms of multiple news stories. You know, not not just saying, not just one or two news stories, but multiple uh, news stories throughout the world. Um, You know, we had we also had Gaddafi um, being killed. We had Bin Laden being killed. So anyway, what we did, um, we compiled a list of top ten stories. We actually have more than that, but we narrowed them down to five, and uh, I'm going to include a couple more. But um, some of the stories we have audio from, and uh, it's it's just it, it's amazing, man, I, now that you really think back. It seems like during the course of the year, when, when you're hearing all these things happen, you don't really realize um it's addition to something else huge that had happened earlier this year. Like, like from one major incident to the other one, it seems like it was, it was maybe last year. And then, you know, some time will go on and then something else major happened. And it seemed like that was another year from the, you know, a, a year distance between the two, but you know, actually 2011 was a, was a crazy, crazy, crazy year. And, uh, We're just going to do eight, man. And uh, number eight on our list was Occupation Wall Street, Occupy. And Occupy took by storm. I wasn't even going to include Occupy because I I didn't want to – I don't like what the Occupy movement has become. Um, I don't know that I like the Occupy movement for what it stood for. But I think what I did like about the Occupy movement was that citizens could get together i mean everyday normal people could get together and could protest something because they didn't feel like they were treated fairly um in some instances in in some and you know on some of the topics with occupy wall street some of the topics that they chose to tackle was was to me you know in my opinion was just senseless i didn't i just i just wasn't feeling it you know the I understand, you know, Wall Street with the scams and Wall Street with the schemes and with the money and all that. But bank wall you know, bankrupt Wall Street was a little bit extreme. Um that was a little bit uh 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 socialist to me. Uh, uh maybe a lot socialist to me. I, I don't I don't see how we could how we could bankrupt um Wall Street and and America still remain the America that we know it as. So you know, looking into that, when I hear when I heard the Wa- Occupy Wall Street and people de- in defense of that saying that, well, we wanted to uh, dethrone Wall Street uh, from sitting on their kingdom and, you know, this, that, and the third. I, I mean, I understood where people were coming from, but the only thing I liked about Occupy Wall Street was just the simple fact that people could freely con- – speaking on the Constitution, now, people could freely say what they wanted to say. They could protest. They could do – they could march and – It seems like the minute I got that out of my mouth, it got out of hand. It went a little bit far. It went too far. And then it went from a little bit far to too far to straight out, ridiculous, dirty, shameful, and and harmful. You know, there was a lot of things that happened in in the Occupy Wall Street movements that you just don't hear about. Like, you know, there were were rapes going on. There were several assaults going on. And I don't mean um, police brutality or, or even people attacking the police for that matter, which a lot of did have. But some things happen right from from within that camp. You know what I mean. Some things happen from the inside that a lot of people just don't hear about. So the occupation of Wall Street was a, it was a major movement. It was it was a, it was a, it was a, the the premise of it was beautiful that people could come together and plan something and do something um, according to how they felt because they felt that they were treated unfairly. And you know I just I just thought that was a beautiful thing, just the premise of that. But I think it got it, it turned into. Uh, a political battle um, where, where Democrats jumped in, occupy Wall Street and said, that's right. We agree. And and then some socialists jumped behind the movement. And, you know, I, I found it odd that a lot of people um, occupy Wall Street was speaking out against the rich, basically. Let's just call it what it is. But a lot of the children that were participating in this Occupy Wall Street were well off themselves or from well off families. And there were a lot of other people. There were celebrities that were joining this movement. There were people who who were uh, uh, who benefited from the stock market much much way much more so than what we do. And those people joined the Occupy Wall Street movement. And I'm going hold up. Maybe maybe I'm just stupid, or maybe I'm totally missing something. But how can you join a movement that's against how you make your livelihood, how you make your how you make your money, how you live? How can you be a a day trader or or, or a stock trader or sell goods at at the tunes of billions of dollars and support Occupy Wall Street? I just don't see the two coexisting. I I can see you saying that I, I, I like what these kids are doing, but they're going too far. Maybe they don't understand. But, you know, people like Russell Simmons, God bless your soul, brother. And 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 I know you you're a great guy and all this and that, but I don't I don't see how you could get behind the Occupy Wall Street movement for what you do and the goods that you sell. I just it 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 didn't make sense to me. But you know anyway, man, stranger things have happened. What can I say? Stranger things have happened. Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about was the the space shuttle program shut down. And 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 I'm never in a million years. And maybe it's something I'm still missing about the space program shutting down, or NASA shutting down their space program movement. But before I do that, I just want to play um, a little clip so you guys, for you all who didn't know um, of the Discovery taking this last final mission, uh, here we go. Space Shuttle Discovery lifts off its final mission. 20 seconds. One final ride into orbit. The Space Shuttle Discovery makes its last ever lift off This the final countdown.
2: Go for, Go for main engine start.
0: We have main engine start. Two, one. Booster ignition and the final liftoff of Discovery. A tribute to the dedication, hard work and pride of America's space shuttle team.
2: The shuttle has cleared the tower.
3: Cape Canaveral and the Kennedy Space Center wave goodbye to the oldest of NASA's remaining orbiters. Discovery's final mission is to deliver six astronauts and supplies to the International Space Station. First launched in 1984, it's since completed 38 voyages, travelling some 230 million kilometres
0: in the process. After months of technical problems delaying the countdown, Discovery finally soared away and into history.
1: modeling down as the orbiter passes through the area of maximum pressure, reducing the stress on the shuttle as it goes supersonic.
3: Um, That was the Discovery taking its last liftoff on its final mission, flying into space. And, you know, I'm not the space guy, man. I try to be up on a lot of things. But, you know, a lot of things about NASA, I'm just not, I don't know. Maybe just I'm, I'm too many other places, but I don't know a lot of things that's going on with that. I do what, what I'm. What I'm still trying to understand, though, is that how can we have an international space station still, but we're not going to fly any shuttles? So that that makes me. It really makes me wonder: Is it? Uh, are, are we going to privatize um, traveling to space? And I have done some reading up on it, but not enough to really go into detail and and you know talk about it. And, and, and really feel legitimate about it. See, that, that's one thing about, different for me compared to a lot of other shows because I'm not going to go into detail and start making someone believe something totally stupid. If I, be, if I know what's going on, I'm going to speak on it and, I, and I'm going to be well-versed on it. I'm not just going to come off the dome and start talking really reckless and crazy about things that I have no clue about. What I do know is that our government has cut that part of the program funding. It's gone. It's, it's forgotten about. They will not be flying shuttles into space anymore and i also know that there are private companies who are who are starting to uh uh their own uh, quote unquote their own space program where they're going to do it for commercial uh benefits they're going to sell seats um to space briefly they're going to sell uh, 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 missions to space, or or uh, add space on the shuttles that go to space that they're going to send to space. So it's worth researching, man. It's, it's worth looking out. You always got to know any any time. I mean, you always got to realize any time the federal government cuts something this serious and this important, it's more behind it, and it's probably money. So it's, it's something to look at. It's, it's definitely something to look at. Um, number six on the list, uh, the war. In Iraq, ends. And, and there's no way you can truly rate the war in Iraq. Let me go to a call out of the 405 real quick for just a sec. Caller, you on the air with Pudgy. what's up? Hey, what's going on, Pudge? How you feeling, man? Hey, hey, what's up, brother? I was expecting you earlier. Actually.
0: Yeah, that's great. This is original giving you a call again tonight, man. I actually got yeah, on, I got a little bit late. I got to when you were on about number four tonight. About oh, we were going over, and I see you were going over the highlights of 2011 that I got online. Yeah, you know, man, one we- of the things that I got. I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: No, go for it. I was going to ask you, what, what was your highlight? What was uh, a couple of the things that were, were big to you in 2011?
0: Man, the one thing that really got me was something that happened as of recently with, uh, with General Muammar Gaddafi, you know, what happened oh, with him. I thought that was, I thought that was a really a disgraceful uh, thing for NATO to go in there and do. And now, as, as it is right now, the people over there in their country now, You know, it took him 30 years to actually build and make change over there. The literacy rate went up. You know, it's really, I guess, I think, in my opinion, from what I've seen, I've never been there, but it was a quality place for people to live, especially young people. Mm. And now it's chaotic over there now. So that was one of the things that really, really ticked me off in 2011, you know. I I, have friends in Africa
3: who who I've asked about uh, Gaddafi, and
2: uh,
3: I think – I guess it's about uh, seven people that I know that close that I could talk to on this kind of level about it. Anyway, it's probably uh, they're like sixty forty, okay. Um, a couple of them are clueless, but one really, one really uh, says something that I that I've repeated on the show, and he said that the people in Libya wasn't looking for a new form of government. They weren't looking for a takeover. They were looking for a little bit of help. A little bit of help, and they weren't even asking NATO for the help, nor America. So, I'm. I, it's intriguing to me, man, because how did America get into this?
0: America got into this because the, well, the because Gaddafi was getting ready to uh, actually start making them pay them and money, actually backed up by gold instead of the fiat money.
2: So,
3: hmm.
0: you know, they they weren't gonna have that. Forbes listed him as the wealthiest man in the world after his death.
3: I'm sorry, I didn't hear you good.
0: I said Forbes listed him as the wealthiest man in the world after his death. If I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I read that somewhere. If wow. Forbes quoted him as, yeah, so.
3: Gaddafi yeah, is. The, so. But when we when we talk about wealth and you're talking about Libya, what what kind of money system were they on? That was so indifferent. I mean, from? In
0: Libya. I'm not. Sure. I'm not real. I'm not going to quote myself on the. Back. I think they use the dinar. I think that's pretty much Arab money that's used over there. The dinar. I may be wrong.
3: Isn't the dinar said <laughs> to be uh, one of the the most worth most worthless currencies though in the world?
0: Hey, I don't know. You know, get me on the currency thing. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not an expert on the currency.
3: <laughs> I was looking it up on the <laughs> false text. Right. I, I know.
0: know that. The, I know the euro. The euro is going up right now though, as it is we speak.
3: Well, man, I I don't I don't really know what's going on with the euro uh, other than other than the things that I've read. And uh, I would love to know more about the inner workings of the euro and how America is supposed to help the euro out without collapsing ourselves, because we're on the brink of a collapse right now. And I don't know how we can save anyone else financially or secure anyone else financially when our fate is undetermined.
0: You know, Pudgy, I need some help from you though tonight because I know you're going down your list right now tonight. Yeah. What happened that was just really great this year?
3: That was really what great. What happened in
0: this that we could really applaud?
3: Wow. You know what? I'm I looking mean, at my really list here, and
0: <laughs>
3: I'll be honest, man i don't I don't have anything positive here.
0: That's 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 really uh, I, I thought about it because you know. I, I like to try to have my skills even, you know. And I'm like, wow, what really happened in 2011 that I could say that was really, you know? I guess Occupy Wall Street was one of the most, like you'd already gone over. It's one of the most positive things that have happened because you saw a conglomerate of people from different walks of life come out and speak up against the establishment.
3: Oh man, that's enlightening, man. Because it's funny, man, and I'm a positive dude, but I'm looking at my list, yeah. man, and I don't, I don't have anything. And, and, of course, these are stories. These aren't personal occurrences, but I guess they're personal to all of us. I don't have anything on this on list that's positive, man, that happened in world news or U.S. news. The only thing that I can say for sure positive is that we're alive. <laughs> that's all I got, man. That's all I got is that we are alive. That, you know what? Okay, here's your positive thing right here. Here's, here's your positive story. I got to go to sports. The NBA played basketball on Christmas. I'm happy them brothers when they got their check.
0: That's I'm yeah, talking. yeah. You know, I'm in Oklahoma, where I'm at, where uh, Yeah, uh, Oklahoma basketball is bigger, of course. You know, loud city with oh, the yeah. Thunder. So,
3: oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm supporting them boys, too. I like that squad over there. But I, but on a serious note, there's not a lot of positive things that we can look at that are, that are positive in everyone's eyes. A lot of people will say that the death of Bin Laden was positive. A lot of people would say that the death of Gaddafi is positive, um you know. Outside of those uh, deaths of those guys, those men, I don't, I don't see anything being positive. Well, Bin Laden.
0: Somebody thing. jump off. Bin Laden is one thing. And I've got my opinion about the whole Bin Laden thing or whatever. But Gaddafi actually has actually came out and publicly apologized to so-called blacks here in America about the slave trade. In history, no no person of his stature has ever done that, okay? He also was uh, actually trying to embody Louis Farrakhan with money to uh, actually help black people in America also that was going to be supposedly distributed. There were a lot of things that, you know, before you drew, go draw conclusions on a person and you believe in the mainstream media, do some research and read for yourself and find out for yourself. That's one of the one things that I can say is, we really we go after all these degrees and everything, you know. But we do we're lacking self education in the black community. We really mm. need that.
3: Amen. I'm 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 an advocate for that. I'll I'll be honest too, and I I'll say that I, and and I'm always wanted to always tell people, well, you need to read more into it, read more into it. But the conclusion was out for me on Gaddafi because I don't know enough about Gaddafi. Um, other than what I've been told by people I know personally, and, and a couple of things that I've read. I mean, I, I'm never totally ignorant on, on anything that I speak on. I definitely try to research it a little. But I didn't care enough, and, and I, I just got to be honest, I didn't care enough to research enough about Gaddafi. I didn't. Now, Bin Laden, I did a lot of research on, and I, and I personally, I believe that the world is a better place without that guy. Um, should he have been killed? I don't support. I'm, I'm a believer of Christ's principles, man, and that that's just me. That That works for me. And I understand several different things. I understand a lot of history about religion, too, more so than people would realize. Um, people will call me crazy with some of the groups that I speak to about these things. You crazy for following Christ. But I'm like, listen, this works for me. This is what I believe. And, and I'm going to believe that until I go away from here. But outside of that, I think I, I can't support killing anybody anymore. I don't, I don't support killing people uh, uh, for justice. That's just me. Uh, call me crazy, call me what you want. Support. Now, now, now hold on, now, now hold, hold on. With, me, with that said, now with that said, now with that said, you breaking my house? I got two Mac tens, a pump, and a couple handguns. So if you break breaking my house and try to harm my family, God with you, man. God be with you. That's all I can tell you. So I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I just don't feel like we should convict people and kill them. I believe in hard-ass work and pain, though. I definitely believe in that. And you, some some might say that's torture. But, hey, if torture better than death for me. That's just what I personally believe. But I, I can't support killing somebody to make me feel better. I'm just not with that. I, I don't think that the court should convict people to death. Personally, I just don't agree with that.
0: Yeah, I don't know that I can be the judge to say that anyone deserves... Uh... Death, at, at, especially in my own personal hands, but I do know this that right now, as far as I'm concerned, America has lot blood on her hands right now. You know, and um, I don't know. I know that a lot of people, a lot of people that are abroad from here, a lot of countries, have been and will be angry with America. You know, I do. I will say this. You know, as far as the quality of life goes, I don't think that there's a um, a better place to live as far as quality of life goes here if you have money. You know, mm. but the, the the if you have money is the big thing, and most of us don't have it like that. You know,
3: man, this is the place I want to be, unless I find out something otherwise. And I, you know, I was supposed to talk to you about that too because I don't, I, yeah. man. I, you know what? I look at I look at these things for what they are, and especially for what they are right now. And I try my best to see where they're going to be in the future. But I look at America, and I love this place that I live. I'm I'm down for it. I'm about it. About it to the end. But at the same time, I can't see another place in this world that's better off to be. You gotta, you gotta break that down for me, man. And I don't, you know, I know there's some things that you don't really want to put out there. But is is there a better place in the world to be than America? I mean, for real.
0: Really, to tell you the truth, I think there's some countries. Just doing a lot of research. I think there's there's a lot of countries in Africa. I think Africa is a good place to be. And I also think South America has some countries that are that are evolving. But, I mean, look
3: what's important to America. For, I mean, for American, an American, uh, though, uh, for, for an American citizen to go. Yeah, I exactly. It's quick, That's what I'm saying. I, you know, I I think part of the reason other places in the world is so great for us and, and where we can live peaceful now is because of the power of America. I mean, and it's still dangerous as hell to live in these other countries now. Now, imagine if, if America was not the superpower uh, or the militant power that it is or didn't have so much influence on other nations in the world, other countries in the world. If America wasn't here and we were at the mercy of those other lands, I don't think life would be too good for us because they don't have to play about
0: it. But also you have to to take into account your level of education that you have in America. You know a lot of things that a lot of other people don't know. There's just common things that you know because of going to school for, you know, thirteen plus years that you've gone to. So our education level is a little bit superior compared to other places also. Think about that.
3: That's true. That's definitely so a fact. You're gonna know more.
0: You're gonna you're gonna know more you're gonna know more about how the body works. You're gonna know about more more about health things. We're just a very educated people. That's pretty much compared to a lot of the rest of the world.
3: I, I, you know, a lot of people, a lot of economists like to say that we're behind. I, um, I don't know. Okay, I look at the school system for one, and and I'm not saying that the teachers are failing, but to me, and I've been to several PTO meetings, and I have five children man, and I try my best to be very involved, but to me, um, the curriculum fails. I, I don't think the teachers fail. I, I think if you ask the teachers. What would they like to teach? They would. Some of the answers would be shocking, because there are a lot of kids. There are a lot of people who graduate and they don't have the tools they need to survive. They don't have a realistic outlook, a realistic outlook on life, uh, and, and just how economics work, how money works. You know, they just. I don't. I can't tell. I can't see where kids have a have a, a realistic approach on the real world today because a lot of kids when they graduate and even before a lot of kids when they graduate they're immediately thrown to the wolves man they don't have the luxury of going to college or maybe they don't have the smarts to go to college or to make up to be in a college setting college doesn't work for everyone so what happens to the kids okay if we're teaching curriculum that says they need to pass these tests at the end of the year but you're actually utilizing 10% of what you learn on that particular test. So you got these kids in a classroom and you're not teaching them anything other than what to pass on the test at the end of the year. And they don't even retain half of this stuff, man. So if if there's a reason, if we are behind, which I personally think we are, with, with some things we're not because, hey, this is America. We have everything at will, everything at ease. It's a lot easier and, and things are more accessible than they are in other countries. Don't get me wrong. I know that. But I think personally, when it comes down to it, pound for pound, I think our kids are being failed because the curriculum that they're being taught, not the teachers that are teaching them, because a parent can teach a child anything in the world. But when a teacher has you in the classroom at the end of the day and they're not allowed to teach you what you really need, what you thirst for, but on the other hand have to teach you the curriculum, I think you're going to fail. That's just me. I I think that's why a lot of kids are suffering when they graduate. That's why a lot of parents, people can't hold jobs. Uh, people can't manage money. My son goes to one of the best private schools in North Carolina. Okay, one of the best private schools in North Carolina that his mom pays and myself pay uh, a, a small percentage because he scholarships in and he lives with his mom. Now we were at the basketball court and I'm showing him drills because now he's in ninth grade. He's playing ball. He's all about basketball. He's loving it, and I'm like, okay, it's time. Since you love it, now it's time to drill. So we're working out, and he did. He had free throws. He had four out of ten, I think it was. And I said, Makaya, what percentage of that? I said, That's not going to work. Do you know what percentage that is? And he, I don't, it was more than four out of ten. Maybe it was five out of ten. I can't remember what it was. It was something different, but it wasn't an even percentage. And I said, Makaya, you can't figure out percentage. And he's like, I don't remember. I'm like, Why the hell? I was pissed off. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm pissed off because this kid is smart. This kid is very bright, one of the brighter kids that you will meet at 13, 14 years old, excuse me. So I'm pissed off because he couldn't figure out a percent in his head. And I'm like, well, damn, you go to a school that costs about fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars 16000 a year, as much as college tuition, and you can't figure out percentage, and the classrooms are small? What are we teaching the kids, and why are the kids understanding this stuff? What are we I'll you actually- something. What I, I'll
0: say this, uh, yeah, it's interesting what you said about your son, I say this: me going to school. One of the things I truly remember is it was always one teacher every year that made that impact. You know, you may have gone have six courses throughout the day, but it's going to be that one history teacher or that one math teacher, or whatever it is, or the coach when you when you playing sports when you turn thirteen to fourteen years old, which is very important to a young man. I think I think it really tunes his skills up, the social skills, Definitely. and everything else. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we but you know we we, we try to use that same unit of measurement. That we did for ourselves, and sometimes, you know, yeah, of course, we know what what the quarantine is going to be. It's going to be forty percent. But at the same time, like I said, we we I don't know. We we judge our children by ourselves. I will say the curriculums are changing, and I gotta say this guy name guy's name on your show. There's a doctor there on Facebook that's going around. His name is Dr. Umar Abdullah Johnson.
2: Mm-hmm. He's
0: an African. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he is, actually is phenomenal. And he's basically breaking down the the, the curriculums in all these schools and really challenging them. You know, mm. he like I said, the guys. When I'm, I've been keeping up with them since last the uh, mid part of last summer, and uh, man, I'm really impressed by his um, just just by his whole stance on our, our children in schools. I think integration was the worst thing that could have ever happened to us right now. The as, worst as a thing? people. Yeah, integration what? is terrible in my opinion.
2: Wow, why I, I'll say this
0: because the city, was the city where I'm from. The high school that I went to was established at the turn of the century. The turn established at the turn of the 20th century. Okay, mm-hmm. there was a lot of community pride. The the community embellished itself. I mean, or rather, they went around. They went around. They I'm using the wrong word, The community basically fed off of uh, one of the high schools that were here, right? Another mm-hmm. high school actually branched off from this high school, and I named the high school. The name of the high school is Douglas High School, Frederick Douglas High School.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: When I went there in the 80s, you know, I graduated from there in the 80s, there was a lot of pride. That there were things that you were taught there. And even when I, with the time that I graduated, before you left that school, you left with some type of trade. You didn't mm-hmm. leave there. Now what? Well, now what people have done now all across the nation what I've done is they're offering these vtechs now. So now, now, so you say you have 800 students in a school, whereas the 800 students could have left with a trade like sewing, carpentry, electrical. Now you have to qualify to go to a VOTEC. Well, a lot of these kids aren't making the grade to go to the vtech. So what does that leave them? when well, they leave the 12th year of school? They're just they're just out and without like you spoke up earlier. I think we need to start preparing our children for their careers a whole lot earlier than the eleventh and twelfth grade. Period.
3: I agree with that, but I don't I don't see how how segregation played a part in that. Do you mean? Well, I'm I, I don't segregation,
0: don't basically segregation basically took the, a lot of a lot of the pride from our people. We didn't take care of things. We don't take care of our communities as well as we used to. And When I say that, I'm saying the black community. What it did for us, actually. We wanted to assimilate white people a lot of things. We thought that the, the white was the right, and that wasn't necessarily so at all, actually. We found out that not to be so in a lot of areas in America. Go to Compton, go to Watts, come to Oklahoma City, you'll see the same parallel. You know, mm-hmm. you got gentrification going on in areas. It looks the same way it does in California as it does here. It's the same thing going on in Chicago. These places that I've been, and I've actually experienced this in my own eyes, and I'm going, really? For real? In the summertime, the kids don't have any place to go play ball at. I mean, they got fences up to the parks now, 12-foot tall with barbed wire around it. Mm-hmm. What kind of game is that right there? And then you wonder why the kids get in trouble, because they don't have anywhere for, to have any outlets. And then when they make an outlet, they won't put the outlet in the black community. They build a skate park, Matt Hoffman Skate Park in South Oklahoma City. Who? South Oklahoma City is primarily Hispanic and poor white kids, okay? We know about the of X Games. Anything black people do, any kind of swear to we, we get into it. We got more black people doing X Games. If they, they should have put, the, when they put that park in, this is my opinion, they should have put it in the very epicenter of this city. In the very epicenter of this city sits pretty primarily in the black community. I feel like they should have put that over there. Because transportation goes through there all day long. is is very well policed. It's it's an the area they could put in an area that's really clean over there. There are all kinds of spots. I was really pissed off when they put that park in years ago. I was like, really for real, they playing with fudgy, playing with all over America.
3: I think you know. I, I always thought, and, and I still do. I believe that. I don't think that's segregation. Though. I think that. See, here's the thing, man. That a lot of people don't even look at and I'm sure you know, but even though segregation came about a lot of the black communities still remain predominantly black that nothing changed in a lot of black communities man the term changed throughout the nation the government talked about it it was it was highly publicized and a lot of place a lot of schools were integrated you know what i mean but a lot of black communities remain total black communities and even to this day And and now what we refer to them, we refer to them as what? Traditionally black neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Now, in those traditional black neighborhoods, it seems like because those neighborhoods were still traditional black neighborhoods and weren't segregated and and integrated in the school systems around those areas, they were forgotten about. And, And I don't mean forgotten about from the white people or forgotten about from the government because the government was all about giving them entitlements. They were all about it. We'll give them something. We'll give them anything, but we don't want them to prosper. And it seems like there was an agenda, man, to me. I I don't I can't blame that on segregation. I think segregation was a good thing, especially when it when it came to thriving black students or thriving neighborhoods. You know, I thought that we should have mixed those two up, but nothing nothing said that. When when you were when when the black communities were, schools were segregated or or the neighborhoods were segregated and whatnot, nothing said that it was a give up. I think we did that to I can't say we did it to ourselves, but I think a lot of that fell into our leaders, man, and and you know the black leaders that we had in place who knew actually what was going on all around this country in different areas like you and I have both been to. I also see that in a lot of neighborhoods like Compton and Watts. You know if you look at Watts, Compton. There's never there's never been more than five percent poor white even poor white people that live in those in those communities. Why are they so well, why are they so bad off? Do you think if they were segregated if if there were white folks in those neighborhoods even if they were poor would they be better off?
0: Uh, no, nah, I can't say that. No,
3: I don't. I think that the key to all of this, man, in, in my opinion, is that our leaders have failed us. And and our leaders have failed us so bad that it, well not failed us they sold us out man that's really what it is like the I always say the NAACP have sold us out for a vote they sold us out for a Why don't you
0: just say why don't you just say the black church because that's what it's comprised of I mean, I'm sorry.
3: Well there well, it is know? that's just the truth of the matter though. You know? that's that that's, that's the whole truth.
0: These, these pastors and these preachers sell the communities out they'll come through and do some type of. It's not like real estate development or something like that and get the people clapping because they get a street something named after them. But, mm-hmm. yeah, as far as, you we use the term community. And community is not a community. It's, it's, if you look at that definition of community, that's a self-sustaining area. What black people live in predominantly in America, and where we live in, it's not a self-sustaining area. It doesn't have the grocery stores. It doesn't have the entertainment venues. It doesn't have all the things that we had. When we, there was segregation, you are talking to a cat that's from Oklahoma. I'm mm-hmm. a hundred miles from from Greenwood, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I I was from Black Wall Street.
2: Yeah. I know
0: what I know. What we can do as a people when we get together in a of organized effort. We build we build millions. Now we build billions. Look at all these entertainers that we have. Rihanna made ninety million dollars, cat, last year. Little Wayne's bragging he made a hundred million. We can keep on going on with all these millions of dollars.
3: Well, see, that's a a whole other question in itself, too. When when you have so many black entertainers and black athletes and and black CEOs and black-owned businesses, why aren't these folks taking care of their own community? And I'm not saying giving up something, but, hell, they're always bragging about what kind of charities they have, and they're doing this, that, and the third. So why are the black communities still suffering? Why everybody know it, and why aren't these people willing to help their own communities? Let me ask you that. Because they'll quickly put it on the white man they hands, they'll put, they'll, they'll put it on. Like,
0: their hands are still tied, Fudge. Tied, tied in what way? Even though you pay. Well what, what what what, what, what's that what's that? I bet they have a great deal the wealth, they give a little bit of wealth and it's known. See this one thing about people are hard on Oprah, but I think Oprah probably gives a lot of money that people don't know about. I'm, I'm not even an Oprah fan. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I don't know what nobody does with their money. we had a discussion before.
3: Oh yeah. Because I'm not a, I'm not yeah. an Oprah fan at all either, and, I, and I'm sure. Matter of fact, we know we know Oprah gives off a lot of money, but my my question is the black community is suffering, man, and we are dying off. It's going gonna, it's gonna it's, it's to be a call to
0: it. Mean, when will when, when, when you get up off your butt when you have to? Well, bud, I got to run. I'm going to keep on listening to the show.
3: I think it's past time, man. We're only on for an hour. We only have three more minutes to go, but I got to go to a commercial, and I'll come right back. I got to pay the bills. We'll be on for another 15. Thanks for calling, though.
2: Oh, yeah. we well, All
3: right, brother. Be safe. So, folks, got to go to a commercial, man. And um, we got off pace a little bit, but it's all good because we ain't titled. We are not. Uh, we don't have to follow no protocol. We, we do what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, because you know what? It's the K-I-R-P radio show. You know what the P stands for? P stands for Pudgy. We'll be right back after these commercials, man. I got to go to a couple. Check it out.
2: 60,000
3: North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, The address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Doubt and hesitation. If money tops, I got my master's in communication. But I don't run it, I run it for a hundred. Ever since I wasn't young and been hungry, it's called bunion. You've been so fixed to plumbing. I'm a beast in the game, you run it. And if this ain't what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. Each side on my arms, three stripes on my sneakers. And even if they slippers, they better be Adidas. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys and etc. Faulkner's Antiques they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques 336-214-6427. Again that's Wayne Prophet, that's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques 336 336- 1-4-6-4-2-7. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number 336 675 4897. And don't forget, Wayne Popper at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season.
0: Across America, the NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to play 60 today at liveunited.org.
3: singing in here, man. Welcome back to the K.I.R.P. Radio Show, baby. We are back in the air on this January 1, 2012, baby. It is a new year, and it is a beautiful new year, as things are definitely on and popping. 2012. I think I like the sound of that. Happy birthday to Quincy Miller, baby. Shout out to Q. 18 years old on today. Okay, okay, okay. He's 8 years old on today. I'm trying to add 10 too fast. Trying to get him out the crib. trying to get him out. Anyway, I'm just joking man, but shout out to all the listeners out there and everybody who the K support the KIRP radio show. I appreciate you guys. And uh in the NFL, we got some news for you guys, but let me give it to you real quick. X In the NFL right now, first quarter, Dallas
2: out there pro I <laughs> feel
3: Great.
1: Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Cheer. Yeah,
3: shout-out to soundchew.com, people of WMMG, Washington, D.C. Sorry for all the online fans or phone fans who can't uh, get the sports broadcast, but uh, you know what? I'll read them off to you guys because I just got a tweet, and shout-out to KTT. I-, I hear you over there talking about uh, how Philly killed those dead skins. Yeah, Philly went up in them, 34 to 10 So, um, and then I got another one here, Karen, I'm sorry, Rayno, I'm sorry, Uh, Focus21, my bad, Uh, Mr. Folk, I apologize, Sports Nation, no, not Sports Nation, uh, Geek the something, Geek underscore the, my bad, okay, I'm getting the scores right, I'll read them off to you guys, Dallas 0, Giants 7, Green Bay 45, Detroit 41, Green Bay with the W, St. Louis 27 as San Francisco beat them 34. Miami 19. The Jets 17. Chicago 17 over Minnesota 13. New England Patriots 49. Buffalo Bills 21 as they get beat down. Carolina 17. New Orleans 45. Mood along. Philly 34. Washington Deadskins 10 and they play like Deadskins. Jacksonville 19. Indianapolis 13. Tennessee 23. Houston 22. Atlanta. 45 points on the night. Tampa Bay with 24. Baltimore 24. Cincinnati with 16. Pittsburgh with a W. 13 over Cleveland. Nine points on the day. Denver 3. Tebow played, too, by the way. Denver 3. Kansas City 7 as his prayers went unanswered. Sometimes it happens like that, Tebow. I can't can't help you there, brother. San Diego 38. Oakland 26. And Arizona final OT 23 over, I don't know who they play, Seattle my bad 20 points on the night so i read them off all you guys out there who sent me tweets and emails and and uh the the google thing that we do you know shout out to all you guys on there so i apologize that you guys couldn't hear the sports score we should have that right for you really really soon all right it is what it is anyway happy new year to everybody out there man and i'm glad you guys always come through show some love hold us down And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing, man. 2012, I hope you guys are doing something B.I.G. out there. Hope you guys are coming through. And uh, before I go, you know, I was going to talk about this. Well, got off track a little bit here, and that's all good, man. But I just want to tell you guys about the top stories of 2011. And, uh, you know, what we read off, number eight on the list was the Occupy Wall Street. You know, I elaborated on that a little bit. Number seven was the space shuttle program shut down. Um, a lot that I don't know about that, but there's a lot of things that did happen on there that I just don't appreciate. The war in Iraq ends, number six. Big up to all the troops out there. B.I.G., shout out to all the soldiers out there, man. I'm trem- tremendously, excuse me, tremendously proud. And, and man, I, I, I bow to you guys. I salute to you guys. You guys are, are are tremendous in my heart, man. And I appreciate all the work you guys do, despite all the criticism and all the claims and all the the conspiracy and all the talk. I don't care about all of that. All I can tell people that we all know for certain and for sure is that the troops went out and they defended this nation that we still live in, that we're still here to be able to talk to smack that we get to talk. And it's because of you guys that we can do that. Freedom is not free. Freedom is paid for. And it's, And it's it's earned on the back of our soldiers. And I appreciate you guys for what you've done for us. The Iraq war ends. That was number six. Number five, Muammar Gaddafi captured and killed after being toppled in Libya. Number four, the Penn State scandal, the sex abuse scandal with Jerry Sandusky, which was absolutely horrendous. It's crazy. Still going on. We don't know what's going to happen. But I, I think all bets are off on this man being innocent. I think all bets are off. And like I said before, man, I, I don't I don't believe in uh, punishment by death. I don't think we should kill people. Uh, and, and that's just according to the religion that I believe in and my faith. I just don't believe that we should we should kill people uh, uh, as, as a conviction. I just don't. hard ass work. Now, if you die from a hard ass day of work or repeated a day of work after a meal, that's just too bad. Um, number three was the U.S. economy, which in, in my book was number one. Uh, there's so many things happening with the US economy. Congress dropped the ball a repeated amount of times. The Obama administration dropped the ball numerous amount of times. Uh it was crazy. You really got to understand the things that happened that led to this, folks. Um it didn't happen, it didn't all happen under Obama, but what but what we do know is that a lot of funds have been spent under Mr. Obama, under President Obama. A lot of things have been happened. A lot of things have been imposed. And this Congress, the previous Congress, this president, the previous two, three presidents have all dropped the ball, and here's the ball that we have to play with. It's not round anymore. It doesn't have any more leather on it. It doesn't bounce anymore. It barely rolls. This ball is just sitting here waiting for somebody to do something with it. And this ball is the U.S. economy. And you guys better do something with this ball so we can play again or else We're not going to ever be able to play anymore. Right now, this ball is hardly rolling. But very soon, folks, if you all don't do something about this ball and get it at least rolling on a little bit, we're going to all suffer even more. We're going to perish even more than what we're perishing now. Number two was the Japan hit by the earthquake and tsunami, which was crazy. I had some audio from that that I'm just not going to get to to play. And uh, number one which was which was number three, that was tied for number one with the U.S. economy, was the death of Osama bin Laden. Again, shout out to the troops for making that happen. I'm not praising the death of anyone. I'm not saying that the death of anyone was, was the way to go or the thing to do, but I will say locked up, dead, or hidden, or wherever he is, Osama bin Laden not being able to uh, communicate with anyone, not being around to cause any drama, any hell. This man was a hellion. a a, a demon in his own right Um, without him being around. I think this world is, is a, as a much greater place. And uh, you know, no one knows all the odds and ends to the things that happen, but I do feel like based off some of the things that this man has done and some of the things that he publicly takes credit for and that he stands for, I think the world is a better place off without bin Laden. And I know the United States is better off without Osama bin Laden around. So that pretty much concluded the top stories of, of the world talked about in the U.S., according to KIRP Radio and other, and a couple of other news outlets out there. Um, before we go, we're going to do some stories that are just for a laugh, man, just for a little, little bit of a laugh. But we're going to conclude the show with this theme, with this skit, and we're going to talk about some stories that you guys just didn't know about throughout the year. And here we go. The top number five story that you guys, just, you guys just didn't know about through 2011 was Perez Perez Hilton, blogger extraordinaire. Wants to have a sex change to become, you know what, a man. Perez Hilton wants to be a man. The number four story that you guys just don't know about that happened in 2011, President Obama invites Jay-Z to do a remix titled Money Really Ain't a Thing. Shout out to President Obama and Jay-Z. We're waiting for that remix because uh, to either one of them, Money really ain't a thing Herman Cain, number three Herman Cain's makes the news that we just didn't know about in 2011 As Herman Cain is accused of having sexual relations again This time with his wife Democrats everywhere are outraged <laughs> Number two story you just didn't know about in 2011 Was a private conversation was released From Governor Bev Perdue when her mic was on And she just didn't have a clue that it was on that Purdue goes on to say that she'll quit politics and she'll take up acting, and that she's been in it, She's already been casted to be in the next Batman movie as guess what, Catman and the Joker's illegitimate child. Wow, that's cool. Man. And the number one first story that you just don't know about that happened in 2011 was K.I.R.B. radio show discovered that annual visit politicians take to the Bohemian Grove. Google that Bohemian Grove. Google that. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's actually a political Oscars type event. Political Oscars type event. And the award for the greatest and most influential actor, public figure, political figure, and most outstanding that can fuck up America is a tie between Nancy Pelosi, Dick Cheney, George Bush Jr., Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, and Oliver North. Damn, there it is. Thank you guys for listening to the show. I appreciate everybody for coming through and showing us love like you guys always do, man, and for rocking with the KRP radio show. I know a lot of people didn't like that little last couple things that I said, but guess what? I don't care. I'm out of here. One love. Thanks, guys, for listening to the show. Next uh, next Sunday, we're coming with a beautiful show, man, and we're going to get it off, and we're going to get it on. One love. Same time, same place next week, Sunday, 8 p.m., KRP Radio Show. That's how we do it, folks. I hope you guys come back next week so we can kick it. And uh, we got a few things to talk about, man. Look for me. I'm out there. I'm always busy. I'm on Facebook. It's Facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P Radio Show. You can also hit us up on Twitter, at Symbol. KRP Radio Show is a show. At symbol NC Pudgy is me. Hit us up. You know, we can conversate. We can talk. We can do whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Also, you can hit us up on YouTube. That's YouTube.com backslash K-I-R-P Radio Show. It never changed, man. It's always K R P Radio Show. One thing to remember before I go, folks, God is love. Love is God. I'm out of here. Love somebody else.